talk to you so right even but though thank you know, you. I, don't, I don't see you on your platform i do talk to you and check up on you and you do the same for me as well right well i want to say thank you so much for stepping in when we needed you um you are greatly appreciated you know you like my podcast brother from another so i definitely appreciate you for that um mm-hmm. so today we have a handful of topics that we want to kind of talk about first let me put the people on about my new segment called sipping pretty with aisha hadia so basically, ladies, this segment, um, I came up with this segment strictly for us. It's just a, it's, um, a little mini segment that I wanted to put together where we just have girl talk, okay? So every Friday, I'm going to bring you guys a different episode where I talk to different women um, across the internet about different things involving women or d- different things and situations that can either empower us or help lift us up, or just situations that we don't want to talk about on a regular basis. I'm definitely bringing those situations to the forefront, and um, I'm com- I'm communicating with other ladies on this on these matters, and I'm sitting down and having a conversation with these ladies. So definitely um, keep an eye out for Sipping Pretty with Aisha Hadia. The first episode will drop this Friday um, on YouTube as well as all podcast platforms. Anything new with um, your podcast, Unapologetic? Well. Since you asked, <laughs> no, there's nothing new. But I am Reg, the Prime Minister, one half of Unapologetic, the podcast. Um, you can find us on all DSPs as well. Um, my co-host, Dre, we, uh, we recorded last week. It was the first time in like a month and a half that I actually recorded with him, which was kind of uh, good as a breath of fresh air. And okay. you, know, you know Dre's situation. But right. as far as in the... Uh, unapologetic there is nothing new going on we just continuing to keep on moving and um i mean there's a lot of things i, I want to do and you know how that goes you know when you brainstorm you want to make some changes mm-hmm. and everything but you just gotta yeah. you know walk that vision out and i haven't done that yet though but um there will be some things okay um, and you and smurf got a sports podcast out now too right we do aries talking sports podcast we are only uh audio so okay. you find us on, on all audio DSPs and as Aries talking sports, the S is with a Z. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Well every Friday and unapologetic every Saturday. Okay. Well, as you guys know, Coffee Apple Juice the Podcast, it releases on YouTube as well as audio podcast platforms every Wednesday. And then Sip It Pretty with Aisha Hadia is gonna release every Friday. So y'all definitely stay tuned for that. 
Um, that's a good look for you guys. I really wish y'all the best. I don't know nothing about sports, so <laughs> I might have to learn a thing or two before y'all can bring me on as a guest. Right. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, you know, basic. I, you can do basic woman talk. I know. Y'all talk I don't about. know nothing about no sports, and I'm gonna be complimenting. Like I'm gonna be on there talking about how good the players look. I know. Or, I or what's going on with the wives, or I'm gonna be talking about shit like that. So don't bring me on because I don't know nothing about the particulars. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, let's get into this conversation though because Dave Chappelle, you know, he if you gon' I just gotta bring this up because it's just been weighing strong on my spirit. Mm-hmm. If you can't bank on nobody to give y'all the one hundred percent real, you can definitely bank on Dave Chappelle to get y'all the real. Yes. So Dave Chappelle did a Netflix um stand up series where he made some comments about the baby. And- GTQ community doesn't know the baby's history. He's a wild guy. He once shot a (laughs) and killed him in Walmart. Oh, this is true. Google it. The baby shot and killed a in Walmart in North Carolina. Nothing bad happened to his career. (laughs) Do you see where I'm going with this? In our country, you can shoot and kill a but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. Basically saying the baby's the baby's career was ruined because he said something bad about the LGBTQ community, but it wasn't ruined because he actually t- killed somebody and took somebody's life. Okay, um, he was basically saying that um, you your your career can skyrocket from taking somebody's life. But it can it can be ruined just by saying something bad about somebody. So not just taking somebody's life, uh, you can kill a black man, and and no one okay. bats a, no one bats an eye, right? Yeah, no one cares. But you know, yeah. you say something about the LGBTQ. Plus oh, honey, yes, you you finna you finna be canceled one hundred percent. That was some strong shit to say, and. It doesn't look bad on Dave Chappelle. It doesn't look bad on the baby. It looked bad on us, okay? Because mm-hmm. we are still supporting this artist after he's taken the life of a young black man. We're still streaming his music. We're still going to his concerts. We still, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're still supporting this artist. Mm-hmm. But the second he opened that motherfucking trap about somebody the LGBTQ community, Oh, now all of a sudden we want to file back and we don't want to support him no more. Or we're not fans of him no more. Da, 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 da. Now, I don't want to go too deep into this conversation because I actually want to do a separate episode on this because I have theories on why I feel like the baby say some of the things he say. Like, I feel like hood niggas don't know no better mm-hmm. to a certain extent. I feel like when it comes to stuff, shit they say out their mouth, they don't know no better, Okay. But whatever the case may be, that was some strong and powerful shit to say on Dave Chappelle's part. And it was, I watched the whole um comedy, I watched the whole stand-up, and it was really good. Um, but yeah, that that makes us as a people, us as consumers, that make us look some type of way. Like, you mean to tell me, even after he killed somebody, we still supporting him, but the second he said something bad about somebody or a group in, in whole, all of a sudden, we want to cancel him. But we wasn't canceling him for taking the life of a young Black man. And to this day, we still don't know 100% of what happened because the celebrity was able to jump out into the forefront and put the story out there. But mm-hmm. we haven't heard from the family as far as what really happened, from what the news had reported, or what matter of fact, from what the baby had went live and said out his own mouth, these two young guys was in Walmart following his family around. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think they said that they attempted to rob him or right. pulled out guns or something. If I'm not mistaken, I don't quote me because I might be 100. I might not be right. But for the most part, that's what I remember him coming out and saying. And in the act of protecting his family and defending himself, he pulled out his gun and, you know, he shots were fired or he shot the kid and the kid passed away. Now, um, that's the story that we were given, okay? So 
in so it it don't look like the baby was in no wrong he stayed around he waited for the police to get there da, 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 da. you know but he was able to jump out and put the story out there first so of course the masses is going to believe the first story they they hear right right we haven't heard from i haven't heard from the family and i know family members of this young man and from what they was you know they was just telling me or friends of the family they was telling me they really couldn't get going to detail about what happened they couldn't tell me exactly what happened i'm not sure if they signed the nda or whatever the case may be but they wasn't allowed to tell me exactly what happened and so it's like well the only story i have to run with or the only story i i you know i'm saying like it's like the only thing i can believe is what i hear and that came from the horse's mouth you see what Mm -hmm. i'm saying yeah. And I feel like everybody feels that way. They're going to go with the, what the baby came out with, which was they tried to rob him and he protected his family. Now, what I don't like about this whole situation or just this particular situation in general is that the fact that the baby is constantly mentioning in his, in his rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He constantly mentioned how he had to, he took a life in Walmart or, you know, he constantly mentioning this, this situation and it's like that just that don't sit right with me. I I can't speak for everybody else, but that personally don't sit right with me. Regardless of what the situation is, it's a family grieving the loss of a you know they lost somebody, right. you know. And the last thing they want to do is to continuously be remembered or you know continuously remember it by hearing this artist on the radio and then more importantly hearing him rapping about it. You know what I'm saying? So everybody has their own opinions and views on the situation. Um, but I definitely applaud Dave, uh, applaud Dave Chappelle for being the one to really come out and put that shit in our face. Like, as consumers, this is embarrassing as fuck that we would support a rapper for killing someone, but not support them for speaking their mind on how they feel about people of different, you know, sexual backgrounds or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, you know, so that's that on that. Okay. Well, I, um, so the baby was, he was exonerated, right? He was found not guilty, right? From my understanding. Yeah. yeah. As, well, as as, to be I honest, I never really looked into it as far as what he was, if he was sentenced or, you know, whatever the outcome may be. Right. But I, I, we know he didn't go to jail for it. Right. Yeah. I think they declared it self-defense. So, uh, but um, Dave Chappelle is a comedic genius. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I, I watched the clip about the uh, baby. I haven't got the chance to watch the full uh full stand-up yet um it's called the closer yeah those, it's really good for those, for those that don't know what we're talking about um but I, I don't i think it's deeper than consumers i think it's is uh speaks on the support and i and i'll take it off black men i think the level of support or how the world views or cares about a black person in general you know what i'm saying um because I, I think even if it was a black woman, it it would be the same thing. Oh, you know, most definitely. If it was a white man that was killed, it would be different. You know, um, there would be more traction. Um, he would probably be going to court, fighting a whole lot of legal battles and every other and everything else. But I think um, the LGBTQ plus community is one of those communities, along with uh, PETA and and everything else like that you just don't mess with you do something wrong you do something bad you say something about them they're going to come at you and they are going to cancel you and it is a shame that you know um people will try to cancel your career over saying you know saying something ignorant you know just yeah. it and everyone has an opinion and, yeah. and the crazy thing is me and you i think we talked about this either on one of my shows or one of yours uh before just how you know how sensitive the community can be. You can you yeah. can make a joke or say something about anybody in the world, but the LGBT community, and they and like, and and I honestly do not think that that's fair because not. there has been multiple posts, there has been multiple videos, multiple situations where members of the LGBTQ community have attacked other people. Like, um, if I'm not mistaken, not even a couple weeks ago. One of the members of the LGBTQ community called herself coming at Asian doll, basically saying that she was copying his style or her style. I'm not sure exactly what pronoun to give him, but she was copying their style and that um, 
black women get their style from uh members of the LGBT community, something along that lines. And I'm like, wait a second. But then Asian doll made a point. She was like, y'all can't bully me. Didn't expect me not to bite back. And it's right. You know, and I'm not, I'm not taking up for the baby in this case. And I'm not taking up for the LGBTQ community. But what I am saying is it has gotten to the point where the LGBTQ community can't be touched, but then they can reach out and put hands on everybody else. And we just supposed to sit there and take it to a certain extent. And that's the part that I have a problem with. You know, yeah, I it's just, like I, when they attack somebody, it's not a big deal, mate. But you let mm-hmm. me come out of my mouth and say something wrong about somebody, and I'm gonna get canceled for the rest of my life, probably my kids' lives, their grandkids, etc. Mm-hmm. etc. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. that that's that's definitely the conversation that needs to be had, if anything. Yeah, I don't like the sensitivity of of everything. How how sensitive the just the sector is the climate like, is, yeah. yeah. You you can you can uh, say nigger. You can say uh, whatever racist term to an mm-hmm. Asian or, or Hispanic or whatever else. But as soon as you say uh, faggot or something, yeah. oh my God. Like it, it's, you know what I'm saying? And they're words, yes, and they're hurtful words. But I, I, I just think that, you know, it, it, there's no balance in it. You, you can yeah. offend almost anybody you want to and people, you know, wouldn't bat an eye or whatever. Brush hell, it pe- off. Yeah. Hell, pe- people just really started since last year, really started taking, you know, us serious, Black people. Black Lives Matter been around for a while, but it really just, like, people really started opening eyes and looking after George Floyd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like the world really stood up and stood behind us. You saw it on TV everywhere, you know, but I don't know. It, it's... I just, uh, even with comedians, Dave Chappelle is probably the only person that can get away with saying something about a gay person and don't get canceled because everyone like knows where he stands. Well, they actually have, they have have tried to cancel Dave Chappelle. So he actually speaks on it in this particular standup. You know, Mm -hmm. he speaks on it in this particular standup. If you get a chance to watch it, he'll tell you about it. You know how um, he, he, and he even said, he said um, at the end of his show, he was saying, you know, I'm going to always, I'm going to always speak on it, but mm-hmm. he, I can't remember. I don't want to repeat it word for word because I don't want to mix his words up, but it's a really good stand up. And majority of the jokes or majority of uh, his speaking points was on the LGBTQ community, right. how he had became friends with a member of the LGBTQ the community. And she uh, ended up killing herself right. because they, the LGBTQ be the LGBTQ community had basically start attacking her for, you know, seeing situations from Dave Chappelle's point of view or just being friends with him. And she, I think he said that she made a tweet, a really sweet tweet dedicated to him, be, you know, just basically showing her support. And they started attacking her to the point where she took her own life. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say her name was Daphne. Um, and so, you know, he talks about all of that in his stand-up, and it is called The Closer on Netflix. Um, but yeah, that was, I just, I really, that's a, like, I feel like as long as the, the climate is going to be as sensitive as it is, we're going to always have something to talk about regarding the ABC community, you know? So, and I, I, I didn't even mean to say that in an offensive way, but when you say LGBTQ, it kind of gets me tongue-tied a little bit, but as, as long as, we're just going to always have something to talk about, okay? Yeah. Okay, so moving on, as y'all know, R. Kelly has been found guilty of racketeering, and what was the other charge? (laughs) Was it, uh, what was the other charge? Uh, Racketeering, running a criminal enterprise, is that racketeering as well? I don't even know what the fuck racketeering is. (laughs) (laughs) I meant to Google it, but call it what it was. He 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 he's been found guilty. guilty, Okay, and they're gonna sentence him next year. Okay, pedophile, a a sexual predator. But we've been new that sexual offender, all that shit. We've been new that. I really feel like as a community, (laughs) we failed those girls. R. Kelly should have been locked away, but and and it's like he should have been locked up, right? Yeah. But then it's it's like. 
I don't feel like R. Kelly need to be the only one going to jail. Because it was a lot of people who knew about what he was doing that was keeping his shit a secret for their own personal financial gain. Talk about it. Okay. Um, everybody want to hold these parents accountable, but I need everybody to think back when they was 13 and 14 and 15 years old. We can't always hold our parents accountable because we was good at keeping shit from them to a certain extent. But on the other hand, these parents do need to be held accountable because they probably was letting their kids go with R. Kelly for their own personal financial gain. Okay? Let me stop you real quick. And then then you can go ahead. So I think they need to be held accountable because um, I fail to believe that you would let your daughter I'm not going to let my child go with no grown exactly. ass man. Exactly. I don't give a fuck who you are, exactly. how much Spend, money you paying, none of that. Spend ex- any kind of extended time. Okay, your daughter is taking singing lessons or making a song with this man. Okay, an adult needs to be present. Yes. These are her hours because she got to go to school. Anything right. Up, anything out, out, outside of those, we not coloring outside of those lines. So anything right. outside, outside of that is not happening. So make right. sure she's at home. And that wasn't, that wasn't going on. So yes, in that sense, I think the parents do need to be held accountable because it's just like, there's no way my daughter's going to be, oh, well, session ran a little late. Um, she might have to spend the night. No, fuck no. She going to, she needs yeah. to. Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, I don't know. I get, I don't want to sound like that girl, right? So I don't want to sound like the person, oh, it's two sides to every story. Da, 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 da. I don't want to mm-hmm. sound like that person. The parents should definitely be held accountable. But it's like a lot of people are out here pointing hands at the parents like these kids had or like these girls had played no part in in it either okay Mm -hmm. um but i don't want to say too too much because i don't want to make it seem like i'm that girl i got two daughters there's no way in the fuck my daughters can go anywhere with any man without me being present or my mom being present that's just period okay Mm -hmm. i question like it, it, it's just that it's just no way that 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 I'm gonna allow that to happen. And that's just the type of parent that I am, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's like you got some parents that don't care. You got some parents that don't care. These yeah. girls be out and about. You got to keep in mind, back in the day, mature was thirteen. Mature was fourteen. You know what I'm saying? So you got a lot of parents that just didn't care. They didn't see no wrong. And then of course it's R. Kelly. So it's like. They probably not thinking, you know what I'm saying? But whatever the case may be, I feel like R. Kelly should have been in jail. I still haven't seen the sex tape, but whatever the case may be, that shit came out a long fucking time ago. Yeah. A long fucking time ago. So I don't know what took place from then to now, but now all of a sudden we trying to take action and getting him locked up, da 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 That shit, he should have been locked up a long time ago. Long, long, long time ago. He should have, and he deserves everything that he's gonna get, and hopefully he gets that and 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 more. Prop, you know, especially for for the things that he did to those young ladies, and even um some of the men that he may have messed with. He messed know, with men too. That's what uh came out during the trial. Um, See, I haven't been following the trial. Like shit, like that don't really appear. Like okay. Let me put this out there. Well, so not not like physically mess with them, but I no know no no. But I'm just saying like that he uh. I was... never was the R. Kelly fan like that. Okay. So it's like I didn't when his music came on, I may listen to it, but mm. when it came to making love, R. Kelly was never my go to to put on my radio mm. to listen to. Okay? okay, like but that's just me. I felt like his. I felt like at a young age, his music was just too vulgar. When it comes to R&B music, I don't like it when it's when it's real vulgar. I don't like real vulgar, in your face, we fucking type R&B music. <laughs> like if it's like old school music, they be they be singing, but you don't even know they really singing about making love like that. You see what I'm saying? That was the type of music that I gravitated to. I didn't really want, I didn't really care for really vulgar R&B music. So okay. that followed me into my adult years. So to this day, I'm still not a huge R. Kelly fan. And I'm probably the only person that's not an R. Kelly fan like that, right? So well, not these days. Well, I'm sure he got some haters <laughs> now, but I mean, not necessarily haters, but I'm sure he got a lot of people that don't support him now, but that's just because of what happened. But I've been this way way before 
the sex tape came out way before the, the trials, the allegations, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever the case may be, um, I wasn't following the trial like that. I would get the updates when it was posted on social media, but I wasn't really following the trial like that. Now, yeah. I did watch Surviving R. Kelly, um, but even still, I feel like everybody on Surviving R. Kelly played a role in his in, in covering up the shit he was doing. Yes. How the fuck y'all know? How you walk in on him doing sexual acts with Aaliyah and she only 13, 14 years old and you not say nothing about that? You continue to work for this man knowing that he was doing the things he was doing with this underage girl. So everybody in that video, everybody on Survivor R. Kelly played a part in him and played a part in supporting him and doing the things that he was doing with these young girls. His wife did as well, because I refuse to believe you've been married to this man and you not know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. So I think it's a sad case of, of, um, you having that much money, that much power, everyone wants to be around you um, mm-hmm. because of the fame and the fortune, you know, and just, and they tag it along. They're part of your entourage. So of course it's a good look for them. And no one, ha- no one is, is bold enough or has the balls or whatever else to stand up and be like, Hey, you're doing some fucks. Yeah. Like, you need to stop. Like, because yeah. they know they say something, then you're not going to be around no more. He might've even been giving these people money and paying them. But I, I I do I strongly agree with you. I think um he's not the only one that need that that had a part in this. Um, it's a lot of people that enabled him to do the shit he's doing. If not uh, directly, um, hell, he had a, there was one guy that um on, on, even on Surviving R. Kelly, they said they used to ride by the school and go talk to girls for him. Yeah, you sit outside yeah. the school. Like what? That's some sick shit. Very, very some sick shit. Okay. But Especially listen, man, to be praying on young young women like that. Yeah, as a mother of two daughters, I pray that I pray that my daughters never encounter situations like this. Um, I pray that I teach them well to know, um, all money ain't good money. Ooh, no. All money ain't meant to be made. All money ain't meant to be had. Mm-mm. You know, I go to work and work six seven days out the week from one in the morning to one in the morning. Before mm-hmm. I sit here and try to use my daughters as a pawn to get some money. Like, I'm just not, that's just not, it's not in me. You know what I'm saying? So even though I did say we can't point the fingers all at the parents, now that I think about it, hell yeah, we can point the fingers at the parents. What the fuck was y'all doing while y'all young ass daughters was with this grown ass motherfucking man? Oh, you automatically trusted him because he R. Kelly? Even after y'all heard the rumors of him uh, uh, praying on young girls, come on now. You know, oh, but oh, but because your daughter wasn't a virgin, you thought it was okay because she was already fucking. No, I'm not going for that. You know, he, he ain't the only one. It's a, it's some it's some rappers and some some singers out there that um, when we look back on it, was fucking with young girls at the time. Uh, um, I'm not gonna call no names, but. Think Foxy Brown was a teenager running around with some grown ass rappers. I need to do my research on that. Names, um, Lil Kim. But that's what I'm saying. Like back in the day, now this is not no excuse for anybody. But back in the day, your twelve, your thirteens and twelves was considered mature. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, but I'm not using that as no excuse. By no way am I using that as an excuse. You know what I'm saying? But. I don't know. Back in the day, the mindset was sick. Was sick. Yeah. For real. It's sick today, but it was really messed up back then. Because back then, I don't think they really paid age no attention. And then when you got R. Kelly writing songs for Aaliyah, age ain't nothing but a number. That ain't nothing but fuel in the fire. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. <laughs> oh, crazy. yeah. Well, to To even think about that. And yeah. To think about that was yeah. yeah. So Foxy Brown first CD came out in '96. How old was she? She is 43 now. So you go back to '96. You know she was making music before that, so she was about 17. No, yeah, she was about 17, 18. Rapping like that. Mm-hmm. It was definitely dealing, with, definitely dealing with grown men because. uh 
if I'm not mistaken, uh, Jay Z ain't no nigga came out in about ninety three, ninety four, maybe. Whew. So that means she is about fifteen, fourteen. And I think it's sad that a lot of these females feel like that they have to become sexually involved with a lot of these um, higher higher up rappers, producers, et cetera, et cetera, just to get ahead in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, because when Nikki first came out, we swore up and down. She was fucking with Wayne and Drake. When JT and Carisha came out, when the City Girls came out, honey, we, we swore they was fucking with P. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's just... I don't know. It's crazy. It's it. I, and like I said, R. Kelly probably ain't the only one. Mm, no, he probably I, ain't the only one. I definitely. He's just the only one stupid enough to record it and put it out there for everybody to see and get caught. You know what? Here's a good good conversation for one of your um sipping pretty with Aisha idea. I'm listening. Um, younger women like an older man. Okay. Okay, I'll do that. Whether it's younger, younger women or your 25-year-old liking a 35-year-old or 40-year-old. Because Marcus Houston has a 20-something-year-old wife, right? Yeah. What's the older guy? Uh, Ron Isley has a younger wife. Yeah. I'll definitely have that conversation. Ron Isley is a, he, he's a, Ron Isley is a grand zaddy for y'all though. He he's he <laughs> stepped on the stage with his with his uh platinum beard and his chinchilla and y'all was in love with that nigga. So let me say this before I go to our next topic, right? As long as they're legal, it's nothing wrong with it. Right. What is it, 18 and up, 21 and up? That's that's legal. I think she's yeah, that's legal. Yeah, you're right. I think. I think she should at least be able to buy you a drink. Okay. So at least. the minimum. That's what I think. Cause listen, I'm a, no little, I'm a little Puma. Okay. So I like mine a little young, <laughs> but if we can't go out and get drinks, then yes, you're entirely too young. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. If you can't buy so, me a drink, then uh... as long as they're legal, 18 and up, 21 and up within that range and up, I don't see a huge, huge issue. Right. Mm-hmm. But now, if you've been prying on younger girls, younger than that, like if you attracted to girls younger than that, that's the problem because it's no longer you being attracted to younger girls. It's a pedophile situation going on to me. It's sickness. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So if they're legal, if they're of age, if you're saying, hey, I'm attracted to young girls, but I will not date a girl younger than 21, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you out prying on these little young high school girls, that's a totally different story. And the charges are different at this point. Yeah. And speaking on sickness, he he's sick and he needs some help. That's Definitely. not to, that's not to uh, you know, um say what what he did isn't wrong, but I think uh, I think that's something that needs to be looked at as well. You know, he he needs his mental health. His mental yeah. health. Um because something within family. him even Something went in him thinks that what he did was okay. Yeah. Well, you know, they said, and like I said, it's not to, it, you know, um, make light of his situation like he, this, you know, but hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, during those documentaries, they it was brought out that, you know, as a young boy, he was molested by family members. So that's just hopefully that's something that stopped. You know, that's a cycle that looks like just continued to go go on with him. Yeah. Well, whatever the case, I am praying for those involved, all the young ladies involved, as well as their families. Um, this actually just gave me an idea for another conversation piece, but I'll probably bring it up later. Um, but um, I wanted to move forward and let's lighten the mood a little bit. Let's talk about a little bit of sex. People like sex. They love sex. <laughs> All right. So you sent me a clip where a young lady basically said foreplay should last 45 minutes. And I know it took the pussy 18 to 40 minutes to be ready, though. Yeah, you got to jumpstart that motherfucker. I didn't even, I probably ain't never had no done pussy, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
Peter Welder, ain't you know? I ain't never. I don't you know, know if I ever had so, nothing that was always done. So you know, like one of the keys to having like great sex for women. See, men and women are different. Sexually, I know, right? I couldn't imagine trying to make her wait 30, 30 more minutes on this dick. Well, if you give her three nuts, the thirty minutes will pass by quickly. If you can give her three nuts before you put your dick in, like, that's a surefire way to test that the grease is hot enough. You know how, like, when you're about to fry some chicken, you put a little water in, you just drip a little water to make sure it sizzle, it felt sizzle hot enough, the grease ain't ready. You know what I'm saying? You need to put your tongue in there, just make sure, you know what I'm saying? So if you give her three nuts before you put your dick in it, you know that it's warmed up. Okay. So we're gonna break this down. Yeah, because okay. this is a conversation let's, I actually wanted to have on my platform. We still let's, let's let's break this down. Define foreplay. Um from so I would define foreplay as anything that um you do to uh I guess um set the mood, um, um stimulate or well get someone stimulated, um arouse them, whether it be mental, physical, or uh yeah, that's me. Okay, so my definition of foreplay is anything leading up to penetration. Yeah, okay. so, yeah, arousal. <laughs> and it can't taking place from the time we de- we figured out that this is what we finna do to the time it's mm-hmm. all hands on dick or whatever. That's considered foreplay, yeah. okay? Arousal or stimulation, yeah. Now, I feel like in today's society, it's not enough lovemaking taking place. I feel like everybody trying to get it in and get it done. And they not really taking their time. So, of course, well, I I mean, I'm totally on her side. I feel like foreplay should last longer than 18 to 45. Or it should last between 18 to 45 minutes. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Because it's all about taking your time. Paying attention to your partner's body, you making got sure. Fucking to NBA young boy and little dirt these days. No, 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 no. See, see, they, see? They, they, that's the problem though. But that's and right, and then like we hear all the time where guys are like, "Well, you got a good ten to fifteen minutes to get yours because once I get mine, it's a wrap." No, mm. no, stop being selfish. <laughs> Let us both enjoy this moment. Let's take our time. What mm-hmm. you rushing for? We got all night. Mm-hmm. Now, if we if we rushing, it's, that's no longer. It's it's a quickie at that point. Foreplay don't take place during no quickie. Right. Okay. Right. But we talking about a situation where we got time, where we can light some candles, drink some wine, play a little music, enjoy a meal, maybe some put some music. rose rose petals on the floor. Nothing hardcore. Nothing fast beat something slow we trying to you know increase the vibrations here but also mellow it out okay yeah with that being said you can't do no foreplay on me in 10 fucking minutes no so here's here's something for you this is what i took from it and me thinking about it i think the foreplay is not just specifically based on the man giving the woman foreplay i think you that that 18 to 45 minutes is both of us of course it's it's a group effort we're both doing what we need to do to arouse each other it's not a just you do me or i do you know we doing each other we feeding yeah we feeding each other finger foods we sitting in front of the fire on blankets in the living room with candles lit Mm -hmm. enjoying one another right because you as a man or a woman you can you can get some type of arousal or stimulation just by pleasing somebody else of course you don't necessarily have to be pleased to to be you know to your, get your but so here's the thing um how many times have you just have you been with a man and maybe he was giving you foreplay and you was like fuck this i want some dick now there has that has happened a couple times. <laughs> exactly. So we can't. But uh, you have to also keep in mind, like really blame the man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying, <laughs> what I am saying is, so it also depends on who you with. <laughs> if this is sneaky link and y'all know this is just what it is, and then when he done, he leaving. Y'all uh-huh. might not even be on that type of time. Y'all not be. Y'all might not have that type of energy within one another. But if this somebody you got feelings for, somebody mm-hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, gonna wake up with you in the morning, yes, mm-hmm. take your time. We ain't rushing. You mm-hmm. ain't got to, you ain't got nowhere you got to get to. Aisha, I, I don't believe that 
every man that's like you that you've been with, not saying there's been a lot, but um, you've let him take his time. You may have been just overly have, like, 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 listen, nigga, my hormones is jumping out the motherfucking roof that, right now. That probably that situations like that where my hormones is just jumping out the roof probably happens every bit of. 25% of the time. Okay. Because my, like, I value sex now. Like, this mm-hmm. sex means something to me. I'm not just out here fucking just to be fucking. Okay. I mean, but you're already in, in the midst of doing things and maybe he wants to take his time. Maybe he's teasing you a little bit and you like, nigga, look, you need to stop. But, but see, that, that, like I said, that is 25% of the time. I enjoy the, 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 I enjoy us taking our time. Mm-hmm. I enjoy you teasing me to the point where I can't take it no more. I enjoy stuff like that. I've actually been with guys who has forced me to be patient. Nope, you gotta wait. Mm-hmm. Stop. Don't touch me. You know, I've been in situations <laughs> like so. It's like I'm not always in no rush because it's like the sooner you get started, the sooner the shit don't end. A lot of times it be feeling so good, or you just be enjoying the moment. You don't be wanting it to end, and you already know as soon as penetration happen, that mm-hmm. shit over and done with. They lost in the sauce. They can't help but to finish in 10, 5, 10 minutes, max 15, if they, like, this, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, foreplay is basically the long, the longevity of the sex. Because once penetration takes place, the shit is over and done with. Uh-huh. So now, now that you say that, here, here's a, and I hate to get off topic, but we can get right back on. Um, doing intercourse, how long do you expect a man to last with you? With me, not long. Okay. And I'm not even trying to brag. Yeah, no, no, yeah, not not the two horn or nothing, but yeah, I mean, because I I would ask that to anyone, you know. Now I've I've been in situations where it has lasted, you know, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour, but that was because the guy was really good at holding himself or keeping Mm -hmm. himself from letting go. So there has been situations where it's done lasted long or as soon as it ends, it'll start back up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to talk in code because my (laughs) daughter's suspended from school and I don't really want her hearing this conversation, even though I'm in my room on my side of the house with my door closed, but whatever the case may be, I have been in situations where it has lasted long, but I feel like Mm -hmm. sometimes these guys, because they just, be so overly excited that they can't last long anymore mm-hmm. or they be so focused on just getting them rather than enjoying the moment that they can't, you know what I'm saying? They can't hold it anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, me personally, I'm okay with foreplay lasting 18 to 25 to 30 minutes, 45 minutes max. And then in the course, if we could get a good 20 minutes in and that's not even just, you know what I'm saying? Getting it in, but, even if we're including foreplay into that, mm-hmm. even if we still massaging, caressing, kissing, hugging, touching, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, as long as it's going to prolong the session, okay? If it's yeah. prolonging the session, I'm all for it. But I don't expect shit to last no more than 15 minutes after right. the foreplay. So if it don't, I mean, are you... Like damn, nigga, me do, you care? do you do you care? I'm gonna give me okay. That's good because you know that is one of those things. Like you know, women will shame a man. I mm, I don't I, because I, don't I understand how, why you would shame somebody if you don't expect them to. Not saying you in general, but you know. So I feel like a lot of a guy's extracurricular activities have a lot to do with how long he can hold. So if you do yeah. a lot of smoking, you do a lot of drinking, mm-hmm. you popping pills, you doing drugs, you out here doing this, doing that. I'm not expecting you to last hell. I'd be surprised if you even right. get hard at this point, you yeah. know? And that's so, why a lot of them young boys are are, are uh, doing that shit. Like they, they like they on Viagra now. Viagra, you know what I'm saying? They on Viagra station. at like 18 and 19. Yeah. Them gas station pump it up pills and stuff. Come on, sir. <laughs> really? So it should be a whole lot of whole lot of. But ultimately, um, I'm okay with foreplay lasting up to 45 minutes, especially if you're keeping me interested if you're keeping me intrigued now if it get boring right and if i just lose it then that's one thing but if you actually know what you're doing if we both feeding off of each other then 45 minutes is okay with me because when you getting into when you really enjoy doing something you're not worried about the time no way exactly. you're like damn that was 45 yeah. minutes you, you know lose what yourself I'm in the time yeah right so mm-hmm. 
It all depends on who you with. Yeah, I'm, I agree. And how experienced they are. That plays a lot into it too. It does. A whole lot. A whole lot. But I, 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 uh, I found that whole that that whole uh, clip interesting. And even you know to go further on into it, she said something about um, your orgasm is your own responsibility. And I posted that in a story, and boy, the women was on my ass about that one. But that's another topic for another day. I'm I'm definitely gonna talk about that one. But um, that is another topic. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I can 100% agree on that. Maybe not. You know, I think sex is is, is more mm-hmm. mental than 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 a lot of us think think about it too. I honestly feel like we think we we put too much we put too much thought into it in all honesty. Well, when I say mental, far as in you being uh like that's where a lot of your stimulation comes from. Like if you if you was to just let it happen, you know, um, okay, I'm gonna go with the flow. You might not get as much out of it as if you say, you know what, you you know, you put yourself in that zone or, or whatever else. Because mm-hmm. we, especially for us men, we're visual creatures, you know, um, um, and when you say, uh, you know, there's been guys that lasted longer, um, I'm pretty sure if he was like, put himself in a space mentally to where, okay, I need to last a little, little bit longer than because this me and Aisha first time. So I don't want, you know, me breaking down, you know, 15 minutes and, and, and my check engine light on and I'm coming, you know what I'm saying? So, but then if he was just like really into it mentally, that 15, he might not even last that 15 minutes. But I think we're, we're masters of our own orgasm and our own body. To a certain extent, I agree. I agree to a certain extent. I do. There. Okay. So she said that women are responsible for their own. No, orgasm. no. She said we we all are. So men too. Yes. Uh, I have to really think about that because it's like if I'm only focusing on me, then not that takes my focus off of you. But I'm not. That's not me saying that I'm responsible for yours and you're responsible for mine. Well, I just feel like. She it is well no doing doing the act. So 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 if 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 a man is uh stroking you, I think you should be focused on yourself, you know, putting that focus on yourself, not necessarily because you you have tricks and everything that you can do while I mean while doing that, like you know, squeeze your muscles, tighten up on him, but that also insinuates but that benefit that benefit oh okay, well it benefit both of us. Okay, you know what exactly, exactly. So that that also insinuates things for you too. You know what I'm saying? And and it gets you more, you know, into it. And more of your erogenous zones are being stimulated and all that other good stuff, but whatever. whatever. I gotta think about that. Next time I decide to give my body to that man, I'm gonna... I, well, I don't be thinking about it. I'm sorry. Speaking of that, Aisha, you haven't been on for a while. How, how is your love life? I don't have a love life, oh. okay? Um... I'm not looking for love. I'm gonna let love find me. Mm, I don't know but the shit has not. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me or if it's the dudes that's coming in contact with me. I don't know. Maybe somebody put a hex on my love life and it's just not in the stars for me. But I'm over it. Okay, was in the mall one day and I'm minding my business. I heard that American Eagle has some of the really some really good jeans for curvy women, so I'm trying to go shopping for me some jeans. This guy come out of nowhere, okay? Tracked me down. He was like, I seen you in Macy's and I just got to get your number. He was like, I like what I seen. I gotta get your number. And I'm like, I had to take my face mask off because it just caught me by surprise, but I more so wanted him to see my face. Okay. I don't know why I wanted him to see my face, but I wanted him to see my face. And I was something in me said, Isha, give him your number. So we exchanged numbers. Now he texted me before I left him out and was like, What was your plans? And I was like, Well, I'm finna go grab me a bite to eat before I go home and lay down and take me a nap or whatever. So he was like, Okay, well, if it's okay, can I get an invite to join you? And I'm like, Sure, I'm gonna go sit down by myself. It don't really matter. So I was just so happy going to sit down at my favorite restaurant. 
So he met me there. We sat down. We ate. We had a really good conversation. And, you know, he was basically telling me, because I had told him, I was like, I'm going to be honest. I don't really think I have time for a man in my life right now because my schedule is just so hectic. And I don't think I can really make time for a man right now, right? Uh-huh. So he was like, well, you're going to make time for me. You're going to make time for me, whatever, whatever. So this was like... So he told you you was going to make time for He him. told me I was going to make time for him, right? Okay. So this was probably a Thursday. So Saturday, he said, he texted me. He was like, I'm taking you out today, okay? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, where are we going? I need to know how I need to be dressed. So he, he told me the restaurant he was going to take me to. And I was like, okay, well, I'll be ready at this time. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'll be ready at eight or six, six or eight. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. So an hour before the time that I said, I will be ready. I text him and said, you know, Hey, here's my address. Eight o'clock came. I didn't get a text back. I haven't heard from him. No call, no show, no nothing. Mm. okay if anything was to have happened where you couldn't make it you could have called me or text me hey something came up i'm not gonna be able to make i haven't heard anything but like something in me didn't want to go anyways okay because the guy he was really he was really like i told him that i like masculine men i like men to step in and take charge and so you know he was trying to make make his point in saying that I'm going to be that man or whatever. So he was like, well, this, you know, he was, when we text earlier to make the plans, he was like, well, I'm coming to pick you up. You're not going to drive your car. You're going to ride with me. Oh, wow. And I was, you know, so he was, he was like that, right? Yeah. So I had already been having issues and finding something to wear. So something in me really didn't want to go, but I was going to go ahead and, you know, make it happen. Um, but the time came, no call, no show. It was, I said, I think I told him that I would be ready at eight, eight 15. I was still trying to figure out what I was going to wear, but even still he hadn't texted me and said, Hey, I'm outside. He did not come my door, no nothing. So by eight, by the time eight 30 got there, I was like, this nigga ain't coming. And so I put my pajamas back on and got right back in my bed and continued to watch TV. Like, I really wasn't pressed that it didn't happen, but it's just the fact that nigga, you chased me down. Right. You followed me through two stores to get my number. You text me and told me you wanted to take me out. You asked me for an invite to come and sit down and eat lunch with me. You did all of the, you did everything. You was the pursuer. And then you call you call yourself. I I, I want to say I'm gonna call it ghosting. You call yourself ghosting me. Right. And it was crazy because when we went out for lunch, I was willing to pay for my own food. The lady came, I said, Can we get two checks? And he was like, Oh, two checks. And I was like, Yeah, I'm okay with paying for my own food. You know what I'm saying? He was like, nah, not with me. So he paid for the food, but I still gave the lady my card to get her a tip. Cause I don't, I don't have, I didn't have no cash. So I left for a lady a tip on my card or whatever. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you take, you pursue me, sir. So once 830 hit and I realized the nigga one company, I definitely deleted his number, definitely deleted his text thread. Mm. And it's a wrap for that. Like, <laughs> but there'd be situations like this that just be like, you know what? I'm okay with being single. I'm okay with being single. I got me a little, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm good on everything else. Because this is the shit that I got to deal with, sir. I wasn't even bothering you. You can't fucking with me. (laughs) (laughs) Disturbed you. Disturbed your peace. Listen, okay. Like, I whole lot had to get out the bed and put clothes on just for you to not even show up. Mm. So, it's a wrap on that. I already hear that happen. But you know, I mean, he was five five anyway, so everything ain't meant to be. True, and I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. My feelings weren't hurt; like I really did feel no type of way because it wasn't there one hundred percent, anyways. Uh huh. 
Like, you know, you can meet somebody, you like, oh shit, this somebody can be something. Like it that wasn't there for me. So I wasn't really tripping. I and I honestly I didn't really want to go. Mm. So I ended up ordering me and my kids some pizza, got back in my bed, put my pajamas back on, honey, and I was chilling. It was perfectly fine. Mm. There's no excuse that he can call my phone with that will make me be okay with the fact that he didn't show up. None whatsoever. Even if your mama died, sir, you still could have communicated something with me. Hey, we got to reschedule. Something came up. I can't come. Something quick. Something quick, you could have you could have taken me something quick, but you well, know, mama died something different. Maybe the next day, if he texts me like, "Hey, look, I'm I'm," still I haven't heard from this guy since he asked me to go out on a date with him. Yeah, yeah. So regardless, no, I mean, of yeah, what you it got was, a you got a grace period. I think you 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 have a grace period, like de- depending on the circumstances. Yeah, you get seventy two hours max. Matter of fact, seventy two hours is a lot. I'm gonna give you forty eight. Mm, I'm gonna give you three. Well, on the circumstances. If you I'm had a flat tire, yeah, if you had a flat tire, then uh, you probably your phone ain't flat. Hour, exactly. Your phone ain't flat. Thirty minutes to an hour. Now, if it's well, a family member, if, if it's a family member that passed, then yeah, maybe forty-eight hours. But I ain't trying to hit it. Some other shit. I ran out of gas. I had a flat tire. Now nah, you, I mean, you could. Your phone it. didn't run out of gas. Within an hour. So. It's cool. Yeah, Everything, yeah. listen, everybody ain't meant for me. My person out there, he on his way to me. I'm not rushing nothing. I'm not, I ain't doing none of that. It is what it is. He had to pay his, uh, he ain't pay his phone bill. I mean, you know, hey, do what you gotta do, Chad. Like, iPhones don't work on Wi-Fi, but okay. <laughs> He's, he spent his phone bill money on y'all lunch. You know what? And that's perfectly <laughs> fine. I'm not worried about nothing. Because I ended up paying what I was going to pay for my food, I ended up paying that in the tip anyway. So, sir, I forgive you. I hold no grudges against you whatsoever. Shit just wasn't meant to be. You see what my sweatshirt say? Fuck love. <laughs> for real, like, I don't know. I'm just not meant for nothing. I My person is on their way. They on their way. I'm not worried about it. There you go. Speak, speak that shit into fruition. My person on his way. Hell, it might be a she. He might even be white or Hispanic. And I'm sitting here putting up with this shit with you niggers. Mm. Hard ER. Yeah, you had. I was just about to say. <laughs> um, I was with you until you until you went the, uh, the other route. You said woman. I was like, I might, might, might be. Then you said white man. I'm not even attracted to women. Are you attracted to white men? <laughs> I mean, what's that one Samoa? The uh Jason Momoa, whatever. Jo- Oof, honey, he fine. Is he? But he already the one that played Aquaman. Yeah, any cross, any cross out or some shit. I don't know, but I'm not gonna hate on nobody. He fine. Okay. But anyways, because that's enough of that. My love life is what it is, non-existent. Even my little boo that I was the one that was doing everything right, the one I was kicking it with, Chad, he was no call, no show for about a week now. <laughs> so, you know what? I ain't finna chase nobody pissy pamp ass son or none of that. I'm not chasing down nobody's son. I'm not finna be blowing up nobody's phone. I'm not doing none of that. This one had me on the wire. I'm about to block him too. Uh-huh. And it, we ain't, all we do is talk on the phone, but I'm still about to block his ass because, like, mm-hmm. I just ain't got time. <laughs> I don't have the time. I don't have the time. <laughs> I just don't. Don't somebody somebody gonna come come along and, and really really value your time and your attention. Yeah, I feel it. They better make themselves known because I damn sure ain't looking for them. So I ain't gonna know if that's them or not. But whatever the case may be, this was fun. Mm. I miss being on the mic. I miss recording. I miss popping my bullshit. But before you close out, I did find a new podcast. I'll I'll, I'll actually send it to you. And they're they're in Charlotte. What's the name? You might have heard of them. Um, We're all adults here. I I was trying not to plug them on your show. 
It's okay. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, no, I love podcast. I love podcasts. So yeah, I can, we can plug. Yeah, we're all adults here. Um, it's a man and a woman. Kind of how oh, I envision cool. a little bit, but yeah. Well, let's okay. Um, so thank you again for joining me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time out to um grace us with your presence. Oh, um thank you for having me. Hopefully Smurf will be with us next week. Like I told you guys, stay tuned because every Friday I'm bringing you mini segments of Girl Talk with me and the girls. Um, Smurfs and Reggie also have a sports podcast, uh, Aries Talking Sports. They will air every Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all of our new episodes and shows is going to be on YouTube as well as all podcast platforms. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate you guys sticking with us. This is the prelude of season four. And we'll see y'all later. Bye.